Holly Magical Human and welcome back to Madison Mindset Podcast. In this episode, we are continuing on with our Eight Limbs of Yoga series. I started this series towards the end of last year. We started with the first Yama, Ahimsa, non-harming. If you have not yet listened to that episode, I highly recommend going back and giving that a listen before you continue on with this episode. The eight limbs of yoga were written down in a specific order for a reason. So if you can start from the beginning, that would be beautiful. So your understanding can build and your awareness can build as we go along this path. If you have already listened to the last episode, welcome to the second episode in this series. The eight limbs of yoga or the eightfold path are from Ashtanga yoga. Okay, one of the great teachers of yoga, Patanjali, he, she, they, we're not quite sure who he was, had written down the eight limbs of yoga as the path to self-realization and enlightenment. Okay, this is the pathway for someone who is living in a modern world, living in a world where they have families, going to work, things to do, this is the path for you. If you are choosing an easier path, the easiest way would be to go and meditate in a cave or in a monastery for the rest of your days, you know, and that would be the easiest way to achieve enlightenment. But if you're listening to this podcast, chances are that you're not in a monastery or in a cave and you're living your life, going to work, paying your bills, taking care of the people you need to take care of, including yourself. So this is the path for you to find peace of mind, to find an end of suffering and to work on yourself. Okay, this is the highest form of personal development is following this very ancient path. Jumping into the second episode on this series now. Hello, magical human. Welcome to Madison Mindset, the podcast. Today's world can be difficult to navigate. There are so many influences and pressures. We're stressed and we're asked to make decisions and choices. All of them overwhelm us. My mission is to help the world find its natural state, inner peace, true happiness and love. I see the earth as being healthy, humans loving themselves and each other, living harmoniously in our bodies with the animals and with mother nature. This is the reality I hope to nurture with my work and of course this podcast. My name is Madison. I'm a yoga teacher, a spirituality coach, and an intuitive healer. A true yogi at heart, committed to learning, evolving, guiding, and being of service to the world. And as of this moment, being of service to you, dear human, as you take time to listen to this podcast episode. I'm proud of you for being here. It's time to raise your frequency and step into the being you truly are. You are energy. You are love. You are divine. Thank you for being here. Sending you love and gratitude. Enjoy this episode. 
see you inside. Okay, so I'm going to call this episode 1.2 because it sounds like when we say eight limbs of yoga that there'll just be eight episodes. But I'm going to break it down a little bit further than that because the first two limbs of yoga, yama and niyama, each of those have five elements within. Originally, they had 10, right? But it's been broken down a little bit to five. Okay, so I'm going to do 10 episodes just on the first two limbs of yoga alone so that we are super clear because these first two limbs are super relevant. Okay, as our journey goes on through the eight limbs of yoga, the limbs start getting into higher practices, which means they can be, they're simple It's much simpler, but it's much harder to do, especially if you have not really gone into the yama and niyama aspects. You're going to find it really difficult to go into different practices if you haven't worked on this first. So we don't want to breeze over this. We want to really go into depth, understand each of the yama and niyama so that we can really practice it consciously in everyday life with full understanding. Okay, so the last episode was 1.1, yama one, ahimsa. This episode 1.2 is yama. Now the word yama means restraint. So these are the things we are avoiding. Okay. There's a sense of not control, but really working on ourselves to act in a certain way. So with the last yama, Ahimsa, which means non-harming. So we are restraining from harming. We are doing our best and practicing a non-harming lifestyle. Okay, in this yama, we are going to be restraining from lying. Okay, yama two, satya, which means truthfulness, telling the truth, truth telling. Now, This one can be funny because you hear truthfulness and it's like restraint from being truthfulness. No, okay? No, this one seems to contradict itself a bit. It's the reverse, right? So we are restraining from lying. Okay, so this one is pretty straightforward. A lot of people here tell the truth and they go, yeah, of course. And maybe you have said before that maybe a quality you look for in someone is honesty, Maybe in a relationship, you would admire the person you're with being honest. Maybe you'd like everyone in, the, in your life to be honest with you. You know, maybe you would describe yourself as an honest person. You know, maybe. Honesty is one of the qualities that a lot of people talk about. It's quite a popular quality, being honest. And yet, very few of us practice it properly. We don't really understand it fully. It's so simple that we don't take the time to really understand it properly. Okay, so this is why it's so important to break down these personal development things. Because if you are unconscious, sorry, unconscious, right, or you're unaware, you haven't learned about truth-telling and how you do it, then you're going to unconsciously lie all the time. People lie daily, you know, like a couple years ago, not even that long ago, and I can still catch myself, I will be telling a story and I will exaggerate everything. And when I look back on it, I'm like, that was just a whole bunch of lies. That was just wasted oxygen. All of that. That wasn't the truth. 
that wasn't what really happened. I just went with it, you know, and a lot of us do that. You know, we exaggerate how bad something was so we can get sympathy. We exaggerate how good something was so we can make someone else feel bad or make them feel like they missed out. You know, we exaggerate on how we feel about ourselves so no one knows how insecure we are. You know, we exaggerated how much work we've done so we are admired. We exaggerate everything, okay? And all of this, of course, is coming from ego. It's your ego that wants you to always be in the right, that wants you to be the best person in the room, that wants you to be the bigger victim when the time calls, right? It's ego movement here. And if you're unconscious, if you haven't done any work, on your ego, befriending the ego and challenging the ego, then you will just be running with that unconsciously. It'll just be unconscious behavior until you do something about it. We're going to go through three different points to help teach truthfulness. Okay. And the first one is honesty with self. Okay, so being honest with your own self. A lot of us are living in our own self delusion all day, every day. And if we are in essence lying to ourselves, then what chance do we have in being honest and truthful to people outside of us? It would be impossible to be truly honest and truthful and intentional with others if you are lying to yourself. We identify with our emotions and thoughts. Okay, so common beliefs, you know, I am just not good enough. You know, everything I do doesn't work out or I'm not pretty enough. I'm not strong enough. I can't do that. They can do that. I can't. You know, if you feel a lot of sadness or a lot of grief, you become that sadness. You become that grief. Okay, you might call yourself a doctor or, you know, maybe a woman or a man or you know, I'm this age, I'm Sagittarius, I'm, you know, I love the summer, I don't like the winter, I'm, you know, my favorite color is this, my job is that, this is my family, you know, we identify with all of these things. This is a big lie. We think that's who we are. That's not who you are. Okay, that is your cover up. That is your ego creating a person out of yourself something for you to interact with the world around you and you see that same thing happening in the people you know. Do you know that person or do you know their cover, their age, their gender, what they like, what they don't like, their partner, their kids, their job? You know, so if you say to me, oh, yeah, I know Sally, she's really nice and I go, oh, what does she do? Or who is she? You're going to give me her job, her age, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's not who she is. That's not who you are. Okay, this is a common collective illusion. Everyone is living for titles and materialistic gain and professional gain and financial gain. You know, that's all we are thinking about. And you may have noticed it's never enough. No matter what you accomplish, it's never enough. You will never satisfy the ego need to be better, to become something different, to develop, to have more. You will never satisfy that ego need once you get started on this road. Okay, that's why it's never, you never find peace when you find the thing you're looking for, you know, because then there's the next thing. So when is there, when are we going to settle into peace? 
and enoughness. You know, you're not. You're not going to settle into those things because you're too busy looking for the next thing. So this is a huge illusion. We are deluding ourselves. Okay. We are running with our ego, which is the lie, right? When really our journey is towards the Atman, okay? Now, this is higher self, true self, okay? You are not your thoughts. You are not your emotions. You are not what you have. You are not what you do. You are not who your family are, who your partner is, what your age is, what your star sign is. You are not any of those things. You are not even your body, Because if you lost a finger right now, you would still be you, which tells all of us that you're not your body. You know, when you're 18, your body looks completely different to how your body looks when you're 88. But are you still you? Yes. You know, I mean, our bodies aren't even what they were seven years ago. You've completely transformed. You transform minute to minute. Okay, so. You are not all of these things. That's the first lie. You are not all of these things. So the truth is, I am just awareness. I am consciousness. I am a spark of consciousness that is witnessing all of these things. I am witnessing my body. I am witnessing my job. I am witnessing my family. That's it. So that's who you are. We're a spark and all of us are the exact same. We're all just consciousness. Plants are consciousness, animals consciousness, right? So you can look outside and see a dog and a tree. They are absolutely no different to you. The outside is different, but that's irrelevant. We are not those things. Okay, so we have to be comfortable coming into the awareness that you are just consciousness. You're a light, You're going to be here for a while. You're going to experience a bunch of stuff. And then you're going to go on, move on, drop this body and move on, right? So this is a really important realization. And if you're on the spiritual awakening journey, or you already have read about this before or heard me talk about this before or heard someone else talk about it, then you might go, yep, I know this. I know this. Yep. I understand. I've had this, you know, you may not understand it at a level that has been experienced, but you logically have heard it. You understand it. If you're hearing this for the first time, you may be going, what? And that's fine. Don't worry. Okay. These things come as you practice, as you go through the journey. All right. But the point is here, if you're lying to yourself about who you are, and what you want, and you're identifying with your thoughts, with your emotions, then you're going to be someone who lies because you're going to be run by your thoughts and emotions. And in case you haven't noticed, sometimes your emotions and thoughts aren't exactly helpful about a certain event. Sometimes, in fact, most of the times, your thoughts are completely false. And those thoughts generate emotions from false thoughts and then you're acting and interacting with the world around you. You think lies aren't coming out with that? Of course they are. Okay, so this is an important realization. My thoughts and my emotions are not me. So that gives you some space between yourself 
in what you're thinking, which means you're going to be more conscious and aware with your interactions with others and with yourself, which will make you a more truthful person. Okay. The key here, we need space and stillness and time to go slow. Okay. If you are in the world of go, 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 move, move, think, think, and everything's just firing at like this lightning speed, then lies are just going to fly. Illusion is going to fly. But if you create some space, you breathe a little bit deeper, you prioritize some stillness, and you even take your time in your interactions, in your processing of your thoughts, then you're going to be a more clear person. You'll have more clarity. Therefore, you will tell more truths and you will hurt people and yourself less. You are a magical and valued human being. I want you and your loved ones to be protected from EMF and electromagnetic radiation. In case you don't know some of the damaging effects these energies can have on the body, here are some examples. Being exposed regularly to phones, Wi-Fi, TVs, Bluetooth, microwaves, machinery and more can cause constant headaches, increased inflammation all over the body and brain, anxiety, it can cause depression, nausea, chronic fatigue, loss of libido and as a result a deprived immune system. EMF has also been found to create changes in central nervous system nerve cells. So this goes as deep into the whole biochemistry of our body. Living with constant inflammation in the body can also start damaging healthy cells, tissues and organs. So this means increased cancer risk. It can also lead to DNA damage, tissue death and internal scarring. So clearly, we really don't need this in our lives. As our exposure to EMF continues to increase, it is important now more than ever to start implementing techniques to reduce your exposure, increase your awareness and to bring harmonizing devices into your life. As a thank you for listening to this podcast, I have partnered with Orgone Effects Australia to bring you a 10% discount to all Orgone Effects harmonizing products. These are products to protect your home, workplace, the car you drive, children in your life, and even your pet. They are devices to protect you on the go, such as the Stella Pendant, which is the one I wear 24-7. There are harmonizers to put on your phone, laptop, and watch. There are even harmonizers for clothing and a meditation sheet that will assist your meditation practice by preventing earth currents from pulling your energy down. Orgone Effects products are sold in over 20 countries around the world. Now is the time to protect yourself. To access the 10% discount, head to orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au and enter the code in all caps Madison Mindset. That's M-A-D-I-S-O-N-M-I-N-D-S-E-T at the checkout. Let's protect ourselves, the people we love, and the earth by harmonizing our world with Orgone Effects. Let's jump back into the episode. Okay, our second point here, which we're about to go into, if you can hear that parrot, he's just outside my window having a great time being part of the podcast. So we're just going to let that it's going to let that fly. Okay. If you can hear that, that's what that is. Okay. The second point is honesty with your body. 
many of us, even though we think we are our body, do not even listen to our body and we're not even honest about what our body needs. Okay, so if we relate this to a yoga class, you walk into a yoga class, you've had a recent back injury, maybe you tripped over something and your low back had a bit of a spasm. A couple days later, you're going into yoga. You know that your back is still fragile. The yoga teacher says, we're about to do this pose. If you've had a low back injury recently, just take it easy or do this pose instead. Which pose should you do? The instead pose, right? There's no point forcing anything. You're still fragile. Your back's had a bit of a shock. Take it easy. But our ego makes us go and do that top pose. Maybe we do wheel pose or maybe we do, you know, plow pose or maybe we're going to do a pose that if not done well, will impact the lower back. Okay. And then you walk out of that class feeling worse. Why? Because you weren't honest with yourself. You were too busy focused on the ego need to do a pose, to get it right, to show off. You were so busy with that, that even though your body was saying, please don't, you did it anyway. That is dishonesty within your body. And it serves nobody. You injure your body, you (laughs) ruin your mood, right? It doesn't feel good. You impact the relationship you have with your own body, through it telling you what it needs and you not responding or not being honest with that. So what do you need? Honestly, in this moment, what do you need? Okay, I'm not going to hand out badges right now for you just being in go, go, go mode all the time. That's not impressive because it's impossible. It's impossible to maintain, which means you're letting yourself down in some way. So what do you need? Maybe you've just come off holidays and you're feeling good, good to go. Fantastic. Maybe you didn't get much sleep last night and you really need that rest tonight. Be honest. What food do you need? How are you feeling? What kind of movement do you need today? Did you do a meditation practice today? Yes, no. Just be honest. What do I need? If a friend says, we're going to go for a run today, we're going to do 30 days, you know, what's New Year's resolution, 30 days, 30 runs. And you hurt your ankle or your knee and you feel bad because you're going to let them down, but you're going to hurt yourself and and you go, oh, fine, I'll go on the run. Was that self-serving? No. It's not even serving your friend. You lied to them. Yeah, I'm fine. That's a little lie. It's not a lie that truly impacts them, but it is a lie nonetheless. Okay, so be honest with your body and encourage others to do the same. The third point is honesty towards others. There is a saying, I'm not sure where I heard it or who said it. Please let me know if you know. Sometimes it's better to be kind than to be right. Sometimes it's better to be kind than better to be right. We're going back to ego here. There are some truths that need not be said. There are some truths that do not serve anyone by coming into the light. But again, your ego 
may cause you to give all kinds of truths to other people that have no other purpose but to hurt them and to make you appear right or like the victim. Okay, so there's some truths we all know we shouldn't share. If someone genuinely doesn't look good today, you don't tell them that. It does no good. They're not hurting you by wearing what they're wearing. It would only cause harm to just inform them that they don't look good today. And by the way, that's your opinion, which doesn't matter, okay? It doesn't matter if it's your opinion, that's fine. Maybe in their opinion, they look great. Who cares? Okay. Some truths, bringing up random past stuff that you've already worked through and yet you're bringing it up again and reopening that box, that's only to cause harm. There are some truths that will cause more harm. Sometimes a truth need not be told if it will cause more harm than benefit. Okay, so now we're getting into the harder elements of truth-telling. Okay, going back to our first yama, ahimsa, non-harming, before you tell someone a truth, ask yourself, am I asking this, you know, am I, sorry, am I going to tell this truth to serve them? Does this help this person? Does this truth belong to this person? Do they deserve And do they need to hear this truth because it will help them? Am I telling them this truth to serve them or am I doing it to serve myself and my own egoic needs? If the answer is they don't need to hear it, I want to say it out of spite or to prove a point, then don't say it. And what does this require? Restraint. Yama. There's no need. Don't waste your breath. Don't hurt someone else unnecessarily just because you can. It will only disturb their peace and as a result, disturb yours. Why would I start a fight with someone when that's going to disturb my peace? If it's unnecessary, if it's all ego, maybe I can let it slide. Maybe I should. Okay. In other situations sometimes a truth need be told and you don't want to tell it how do you feel about a certain relationship is this person serving you did you do something did you hurt someone did you go behind someone's back truths like these need to come to light now obviously life is all about making mistakes When you live and learn, the idea is that you learn to not make so many mistakes. You learn from your mistakes and you improve, okay? So it's okay to make mistakes. Is it okay to make the same mistakes? No. Is it okay to make a mistake or to make an error that you already know shouldn't be done? No. But life happens. Things happen. Okay? And these truths, if you do something to hurt someone in your life and they don't know about it and them knowing would help them because it might change the course of their life, 
then that truth has to be told. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable it makes you. This is how we learn, okay? If you cheated on someone, you said something behind someone's back, you stole something, these truths come to light. Okay, and you do your best. You tell the truth with not so many opinions, thoughts and emotions, right? Stick to the facts. Slow down, speak with love. Give them the necessary details. Enough to gift them with the information that can inform their life choices because everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves the truths about their life and about the people in their life that would impact them because that's going to impact the kind of life they're going to live, okay? If we use the cheating on someone example because that is the easiest one, right, to make sense of, would you want to know if your partner cheated on you? Yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And even if you don't want to know, you do. You do want to know. A couple of reasons. One, if they come forward and tell you, that's a redeeming quality. If they come forward with love and pain and they know they made a mistake and they still inform you, that's a redeeming quality for your relationship, right? Maybe we can move forward here. But it also gives you, as the person who's been cheated on, the opportunity to decide if you can trust this person. It gives you the space to understand what you may want as a result. Everyone deserves that choice, okay? Even though it's not easy. So the rule here, which is what I try and stick to, you know, first of all, look at the facts. What is the fact of the situation? Don't throw a bunch of emotions and a bunch of overthought thoughts at someone and a bunch of stories and your own make-believe stuff about the situation. Don't bring up old stuff that's already been solved and buried. Stick to the facts. You can tell them how it made you feel, but what were you feeling from what actually happened? Not, you know, all of the things you say like, oh, you did that again. You know, oh, we did, like you did that last time, you did that five years ago and it really hurt me and now it's making me feel, you know, like don't hit them with all that. Current situation, current facts, current emotions. True. Okay, to do this, you need no anger. You need clarity. Slow down, give yourself some space. Right? If a truth will hurt someone, but it will benefit them, sorry, cannot speak, it will benefit them, then they must know. If a truth will hurt someone and it won't really benefit them if they can't change how they look or if they can't change, you know, whatever it is, then they don't need to know. Sometimes it's better to be kind than to be right. Three practices that can help you practice truthfulness. Meditation. Space, stillness, and slowing down are really important here. Journaling. Write about your truths. If you're unsure what to say, take a break. Write it down. What are the facts? What needs to be told? 
and just ask yourself, does the truth serve the person or my ego? And you will know. Not wanting to tell someone a truth serves your ego. Okay? You know when you need to tell a truth. It's not comfortable. It is okay to make mistakes. It's not okay to not learn from them and not to move forward and inform people if they need be informed. So this is satya, truthfulness. It is a powerful practice and one that you will need if you want to find peace in this lifetime. Can you remember the three points? Honesty with self, honesty with your body, honesty towards others. I encourage you to listen to this episode again. Journal things down. There might be some situations in your life that you can already think of that you need to maybe clear with people that you can get off your chest and start to organize. You know, also side point, if you tell a truth that needs to be told and the person gets hurt and never wants to talk to you again or something happens like that, that's okay. It's better that the truth is told than a relationship maintained on dishonesty. Okay. Peace is priority. Okay. We have to tell people the truth and that will help you maintain your peace and it will help them maintain their peace. If you have any questions or you want to chat about anything that may have came up for you, please DM me at Madison underscore mindset. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, a friend, a family member. You can share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. I would love to reshare and send you my thanks. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I'll see you in the next episode.